0: It's episode five of
1: Bang
0: Bang Podcast. Yeah. Uh my name's Andy I'm joined by my colleague Steve. We're in a, in Dang a flat in West a, brown Trim. We're in a flat in deepest darkest Bristol, West brown Trim. Um it's cold outside, it's wet, we're Approaching winter. Are we approaching winter or are
1: we in winter? We're in winter, mate. Okay, it's all right, we've gone crazy, from... I've got a heating on, mate. Oh, the full And you've got the big light on as well. And a big light on. Ah, that's fucking... We, um...
0: Start. If you've uh, listened to any of our previous podcasts, which I'd imagine you would have done... I mean, what the hell? Would
1: <laughs> you have stumbled across oh, this we're for? Up we yeah, won, we're up and comers. We've won podcast awards all over yeah. this flat.
0: Yeah, we got a podcast of the week in Westbury on Trim.
1: Yeah, the, um, in in in... My block Westbury of flats. On Trim. On we're, the, on Trim. we're the most listened to yeah. podcast in my block of flats.
0: Definitely. Um, so, yeah, we're Big Bang. We're not, we're Bang Bang podcast. We're fucking last, last week. I'm last obsessed week. with Big Bang. I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, you fancy show, uh, uh, I've never watched The Big Bang Theory. Never? No. no my okay. kids love it. Well, there we are. Uh, we're Bang Bang podcast. And we talk At about.
1: Bang Bang podcast on Twitter. Um,
0: might be a Facebook at this point
1: go fuck yourself yeah
0: <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by uh, Ammo and the Sniffers Ammo and the Sniffers, yeah. and the
1: Sniffers. you want this princess but yeah. you're not gonna go fuck yourself
0: um, so yeah we talk about legends of wrestling and this week we are talking about a big legend from my time of watching wrestling as a kid and my
1: time of watching wrestling yeah. and I always loved this man um He's done far more than I thought he'd done there we are. originally. Um, always been a fan. Yeah. Over to Andy, who's always been a fan.
0: I've always been a fan, and this is the big boss man. Yay! The big boss man. Now, as always, the big boss man. We will, you know, we'll look at his real name and Raymond Trailer. Raymond Washington Trailer Jr. Whoa.
1: Washington trailer, I mean that's not that's,
0: a bad wrestler name, is it? You could see him being like a sort of upper class American sort of politician. Washington. Washington Trailer Junior.
1: Raymond Washington Trailer Junior. Um, mm. To be honest, I'm going to slightly fall for a stereotype. Anybody with the name Washington tends to be African American. I, I suppose um, uh, in descent. So um, I'm thinking. Uh, uh, A wildly over African American babyface from from that name, perhaps. To be honest, he
0: was born on May the second.
1: Now, day before my brother, day before your brother, yeah, before your brother. Now, uh, two days before my. uh, my stepfather. There we are. See? And two days before my brother's missus. So now, last there's week, a lot of birthdays there around There is
0: Last week in this game there was quite slim pickings. This week there's rich pickings. Rich pickings.
1: Apart so, from all my family members being born course, on yeah. or around this day.
0: So four cultural icons, I would okay, say. Let's, okay, let's not go... So we'll start with The Rock. Okay. Born yeah, on give the you 2nd of May. Jimmy White.
1: The uh... ah, <laughs> world's greatest snooker player, Jimmy the whirlwind White, world champion. Uh, it sort of fits in with last week's Aaron um, Anderson being in the top five people. Yeah, never to win I a world championship. Win world. Jimmy White is the greatest player never to win a world championship uh, in snooker.
0: David Beckham.
1: Yeah, some sort of hairdresser. And um, um, yeah.
0: Engelbert Humperdinck.
1: Oh, Dinglebert Dankerpump. <laughs> Excellent. Your favourite Engelbert, ben, uh, I not even fucking say it. Nickelback, Engelbert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your favourite Engelbert song? Um, um, ain't No Feeble Bastard. Really? Um, no, that's discharged, sorry. <laughs> yeah,
0: I quite like Kwando, Kwando, Kwando.
1: I don't like him. No? Um, he's a nice guy. What's his real name, Jerry? Jerry Dorsey. Jerry Dorsey, yeah. He comes across as a nice bloke, but... And to be fair, he look, he's got wrestler hair, hasn't he? Oh, he's always good God, had wrestler yes. hair.
0: Always had wrestler hair. Yeah. And obviously, there was the manager, wasn't there? Uh, Oliver Humperdink.
1: Yes, there was.
0: Maybe Big Daddy Dink. Maybe there was a relation <laughs> there.
1: Oliver Humperdink.
0: So, wait, Raymond Washington Trailer Jr. was uh, a corrections officer in Cobb County, Georgia. So For real.
1: The, the big boss man gimmick was For real? based on real life. Which... Yeah.
0: Let's hope a lot of that gimmick wasn't was the stuff he did in that gimmick wasn't based on real yeah, life? Yeah, well, yeah, which it
1: probably would. It'd be quite very stereotypical, most obviously, Nails coming back to shh, don't voice, spoil,
0: yeah. don't spoil it. Um, so he made his wrestling debut in 1985, wrestling in the south of America. Um, was picked he's up in Georgian name yeah, he's so. fairly southern. Yeah, and he was picked up by Jim Crockett in. Uh, his NWA sort of Jim Crockett Promotions days, and first of all wrestled as himself, Ray trailer mm. and was a big old jobber basically. Big old boy. A big old jobber. He could move around a bit and was pretty. Uh, very agile bloke though. For a man of his size. Yeah, yeah, fuck's you know, sake. He um, Dusty Rhodes took a shine to him
1: at the time. He did, um, and he was wanting somebody to have a to, just to bring on a big monster heel yeah. to fight against him so they took him out of that trained him up a little bit more not being on tv and when he came back on tv he was suddenly um affiliated with Jim Cornette yeah. as his bodyguard, bodyguard. Yeah. and given the name of big Bubba Rogers
0: big Bubba Rogers yeah, I mean, I'm in not a sure. Suit
1: yeah. and tie and shades. Yeah. Also, a man who didn't look like a paedophile in.
0: That's another one. Yeah, tinted glasses. Tinted
1: glasses. Yeah, and uh, a hat.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> in a at three hundred and fifty-seven pounds from Cobb County, Georgia. Big Bubba
0: Rogers. I mean. You couldn't get much of a more southern name than Big Bubba Rogers, because you do nope, really? pretty Southern much. American. Uh, so yeah, so Dusty was a big fan and pushed him as a big monster heel, like you said, and feuded with Dusty. And they That is what
1: they pushed him. His first yeah. feud was a top line feud. He'd not been in the business for, away, yeah. for a year. And he was already he was well, already in a main event feud with Dusty yeah. Rhodes. That's how much esteem... Dusty Rhodes held him in. Yeah. He was naturally gifted in that professional wrestling. Well, you,
0: there are even even to now a, a guy that size who can move and
1: you know. God, he, he was so. That was the first thing that I noticed when he was in the WWF. Later on was the fact yeah. that this guy could bloody. He could throw himself and he around could as, sweat a big as well. Guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, big
0: sweat patches. Fat blokes do. Yeah, well, so I'm told. Yeah, well. Uh, so yeah, so big feud with Dusty. They kind of went to and froed and traded wins and losses. Uh, eventually, they had a big cage match to sort of blow off the feud which Dusty one because obviously Dusty was booking the feud, probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was. Um, Eighty six, he wrestled the starcade and he beat Ron Garvin in a street fight. So again, roughly probably a year into his fucking wrestling debut, he's wrestled against Dusty Rose and beat Ron Garvin uh, in Starcade mm. so straight away he was being pushed pretty heavily yeah yeah um I'm not exactly sure the circumstances surrounding it but he left NWA sort of quagging promotions at that I point
1: have... Oh yeah? let me enlighten okay, you okay well yeah that's fine Starcade payoff for the Rock and Roll Express versus the Midnight Express um actually it was the Road Warriors versus the Midnight Express. Is it on the scaffold? Uh, it was the it was the match that um, the year after Jim Cornette took the massive bump. Yeah, off the scaffold. Uh, or was it that year? God, I'm oh,
0: thinking. this is what old, everybody. This is what old age does. Yeah, to it's you. what it does. You can anyway, remember things,
1: but one of those scaffold matches at Starcade, I think yeah. it was the year after with. Um, the Road Warriors they headlined it Mm. pulled a massive crowd in when the payoffs came in um, Jim Cornette got his payoff the Midnight Express got their payoff Road Warriors got their payoff Paul Ellering got his payoff Big Boss Man Big Bubba Rogers got his payoff which was half of what Mm. everybody else got um, again, he went to Jim Hurd and said, "Why have I? I was as much a part of this match as anybody else. Why haven't I got the same payoff?" Yeah. Um, he fobbed him off with some excuse, and he just said, "I'm not happy with that. If yeah. you're not going to treat me with respect, I'm going to have a word with Vince McMahon." Vince well, McMahon and Nib immediately jumped on him. An agile been... big man coming in.
0: I may have been talking about my bum because um, he actually moved to UWF in 87 not WWF
1: um, no, I've, 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 that's yeah but I, I've, that's the story it, behind it basically but no, no UWF yeah. came uh, that was before
0: to disregard everything the last 10,
1: Yeah, he, he was UWF <laughs> champion and then when UWF yeah. came, uh, the, they, the NWA... Yeah, he
0: moved under the umbrella, the NWA.
1: Yeah, and that's when all that, but yeah. he left NWA to go to WWF. Yeah, so he
0: beat the UWF, he beat the UWF title, he won the UWF title from... Stop to death, Steve Williams? Well, no, he might have no. lost it to him. He, he beat One Man Gang for the... Ah, yeah,
1: yeah. Makes UWF sense.
0: heavyweight title because One Man Gang was on, on his way off to... WWF, WWF yeah. how did, did he lost the title to Dr. Death yes um, and then he was actually in the War Games match in 87 back in NWA yeah
1: we're, uh, we're, as, as, as Jim Cornette's bodyguard with the uh, Midnight Express as part
0: yeah, of that yeah so um, so yeah so he went back to UWF then and teamed with such legends as the Angel of Death and the Terminator, uh, Black Bart.
1: Worst world champion of all time.
0: Um, but they never won the titles, surprisingly. And he had a brief run in all Japan, apparently, in roughly sort of eighty seven, eighty eight, in which he turned out with Bruiser Brody. Yes. Against Jumbo Saruta. Saruta and John Tenson. No. Formerly known, or formerly known, or to be known as Earthquake and The, the Shark, Shark and Goldberg. John Tenter and oh. Uh And possibly the, old, the oldest looking 25-year-old in history. Yeah, apart from you. When well, you yeah, <laughs> apart from me, yeah. Well, I didn't have, I probably had similar hair to John Tenter. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, it is quite sad, isn't it? Yeah. So then he moved to WWF in 1988. And his debut match was against... Hollock. No. Hogan. His actual debut, his literal debut on WWF TV.
1: Hercules Hernandez. No. Oh, I thought that would, that, that would have been two Two, be,
0: Yeah. What? It was Luis Bicoli, apparently. Oh, Luis right. Bicoli was a bit of a jobber. Um, and then he went on to beat Coco Beware, another Hall of Famer, in yeah. 1988 SummerSlam. Um... But he was, so yes, yeah, so he, he was billed, obviously on his WWF debut, as the big boss man. Dressed as a police officer, and he was billed as being a former corrections officer from, from Cobb County, age jobber, age, which is, which is true. true. yeah. Um, but what hopefully wasn't true is when he actually won his match, he would handcuff his opponent to the ropes and beat them <laughs> repeatedly with a nightstick quite vigorously and aggressively. So I mean he may have done that as a police officer. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Probably chances are he did. He's a yeah. Georgia police
1: officer, really. Probably,
0: uh, yeah. so. then he had a big um his first big angle, but like you said was with was, was Hogan. Uh, do you know how that started? So that so I watched this again the other night. It I've been doing a bit of, you know, research. Haven't you? So the um Brother Love was interviewing Hogan on uh, on Brother Love. So could you describe um Brother Love to somebody?
1: What was his...? A... Like a evangelist yeah, kind of preacher-type, Jimmy Swagger-type. Yeah. Um, bad. But bad he was egg.
0: painted red for some reason. Yeah,
1: but... but I don't know if you
0: know, do you know why the, he was
1: painted red. To play, play up the high blood pressure in red. <laughs> yeah, I suppose,
0: yeah. I suppose. So, yeah, he's been interviewed by Brother Love, but Brother Love then brought the boss man out as his kind of protection or I think he paid because boss was being managed by the uh, the Doctor of Style Slick, slick So sticks. which ended up for them with um, Slick spraying mace in Hogan's eyes and then the boss bad, man.
1: Bad Slick
0: Naughty yeah. Slick and the boss man attacking Hogan and uh, Hancuff and Hogan to the sort of guard rail at the uh, arena they're in Hogan generally no sold all of it ended up running after Bossman and Slick with the guardrail set attached holding the guardrail as he was still handcuffed to it but chasing after yeah, Bossman that's, and that's
1: Hogan for you, and Slick.
0: It? Um, Yeah he had a big match not long after that with Randy Savage as well in and around the kind of mega powers forming and yeah. on the way to imploding kind of time. Um and then he was um, himself and Akeem teamed up. Who Akeem, was the one man gang? Who was gang. the one
1: man gang, yeah. Who the was. Fucking ludicrous magically gimmick of the Akeem the African dream.
0: Transformed into Akeem the African dream via the powers of voodoo, I think, and a, a ghetto blaster. And obviously the, the of style, slick. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he used to kind of. A big fat, southern white guy, driving. in. Yeah. That's in a rain with a I, I mean yeah you couldn't yeah I mean go and have a look
1: uh, yeah the, the, just, the, the horrendousness of it all the words
0: can't really so yeah so yeah the, uh, he was, the main event of the Survivor Series was um, the Mega Powers against the what were they called the Twin Towers yeah, yeah. can well, again I, I do enjoy I do enjoy these games. You'd like to have a guess at the uh, at the teams? No. Oh. So the obviously the mega powers was Hogan and Savage and and just, just
1: put me out of my image I'm not And come this on, game did it, today. we did this every week. No well we're not doing it this week. Cooker beware. Come be on. Fucking that's why I Bother.
0: And it was Big Boss Man, Akeem, Million Dollar Man, Haku and the Red Rooster. early 89 on Saturday night's main event they had a big match versus the Mega Powers Twin Towers versus the Mega Powers which ultimately led to the situation between Hogan and Savage breaking down which then led to the Mega Powers exploding
1: at Trump (sighs) Plaza in WrestleMania 5 yeah the second year going President Cunt
0: good old Donald Trump um so, yeah, the Twin Towers beat the Rockers at WrestleMania 5. That was a great match. Yeah. Had a big feud with Demolition, which culminated at SummerSlam '89.
1: Uh, they them. never won the tag no. team titles. No, they didn't. Which is, I find that surprising. Yeah, yeah. It was everybody. Like Remember the other day? Bob Holly and the 1 2 3 kid had the bloody world tag team title.
0: Uh, Why
1: didn't the Twin Towers?
0: When Luke Harper and Eric Rowan were in the Wyatt family, they never wanted to Tekken themselves. No, they did as the Bludgeon. As the Brothers. Bludgeon Brothers, yeah. But yeah, I always found that quite amazing, really. Um, so yeah, following that summer, we had the, uh, the the big cage match with Hogan on Saturday Night's main event, which is quite mm. famous. Yes, the Hogan Superplexing Bossman off the off the top rope. Of the of the cage and Zeus got involved in that much as well yes. we're in that kind of timeline of uh, No Hold The ludicrousness
1: and... of Zeus
0: Survivor Series 89 you're going to play this game no no. <laughs> no. so it was the Enforcers which was Bossman Akeem and the Brainbusters. no so yeah it should be Tonky Tonk Man and Rick Martell <laughs> Oh, what no, no, one of the crap,
1: nose shit!
0: Dusty Rhodes, Tito Santana, the Brutus and Barbara Beefcake, and I think the Red Rooster. That's probably the, the shittest team of all time. God. Dusty and his polka dots, a man pretending to be a chicken. Uh, Tito Santana and um, Brutus and Barbara Beefcake.
1: What? How? And who how won much? that
0: match? Dusty and Brutus (laughs) survivors.
1: But how much did Vince hate Terry Taylor to just well and Dusty Rhodes that (laughs) nonsense of a gimmick? Yeah, just ridiculous. Because you've mentioned two pay per views. One where he was on a fucking heel team. Yeah, and one where he was on. But he was part of the healing family, wasn't he? When he was on the heel team, and it it didn't. It wasn't
0: a gimmick kind of um, meant for. What was it? Poor Taylor. Terry. Poor Terry. That's He's a wanker. the only up, time Harry. anybody says that. Terry Taylor, that, yeah. He's not dead, is he? No. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so the boss man turned face in February of 1990. Now the surroundings to this occurring.
1: Earthquake. No, 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 no. no. So what? Because he was on his uh, Hogan side for. Oh, that so was later on. That was later on.
0: on. Oh, yeah. So this so at this point Jake was feeding with the million dollar man and had stolen the million dollar belt from the million dollar man and stuck it in his bag with his snake. So the million dollar man paid Slick to get the big boss man to retrieve the the bag and the snake. So there was I think there was an interview and they ended up getting involved the boss man came down and handcuffed Jake to the ropes ran off with Damien and the, the bag and the, obviously the belt was in the bag and they went off to an interview segment with Brother Love again, <laughs> Brother Love um, and then Diviossa came out and thanked Slick and Boss Man for re- retrieving the, uh, the belt and the snake and not the belt, <laughs> just the belt but obviously the belt was in the bag with the snake and then gave Slick some money to, obviously to pay for his services At this point, the boss man developed a conscience and was like, well, I I thought we were just doing this out of a sense of law and order. We won't be getting paid for our uh, services. So because the boss man suddenly developed a a moral conscience at this point, he he delved into the bag and picked up the belt, but then put the belt back into the bag, uh, took the bag back to Jake, unlocked Jake, and then came back down and attacked DBRC and, uh, and Slick. That dastardly DBS, he can turn a man
1: there instantly.
0: And that led to the big boss man becoming a face. But then even for his still initial few weeks of being a face, he was still handcuffing his opponents to the rope after the match and beating them with a nightstick. I already had a ball in chain at one point as well. Remember that? No. Definitely. A, I, I tried to find footage of it. I might have made it up.
1: Yeah, I, I think you probably. But I'm yeah.
0: pretty sure at, at certain points he was carrying a ball and chain around with him and dropping it on people's stomach. Someone will, if there's anyone out there, if there's anyone out there, who's you remotely know. fucking interested in this point. There? If there's anyone who's still listening now from the start of this episode, Um...
1: Hello. It just meander. If you're <laughs> yeah. listening for the first time, last week's was brilliant. I tell oh, yeah. you, last well, week's was, was amazing. All over the plate, yeah. It? yeah,
0: Uh So yeah, so that was his his, his big. Face turn. He then feuded with his ex-tag team partner, Akeem, and he beat him in two minutes at WrestleMania. <laughs> WrestleMania six. Um, and then, following into the summer, many became big chums with Hogan. he um, that the SummerSlam, he didn't, for some reason he didn't wrestle, wherever he was injured. But he was a guest referee for Jake the Snake Roberts versus Bad News Brown. And then he came in and helped Hogan at the end of the main event against Earthquake. Yeah. Jake, <laughs> I was doing a bit of digging for the Jake to St. Robert's News Brain match. And um, at the time, obviously, Jake had his snake in the bag. News Brain had a, a cage full of giant sewer rats from, uh, from the sewers of uh, Harlem. Wait, And he cut a promo just before, but he picked up, he grabbed what was supposed to be a sewer rat out of this bag, and it was a possum, a live possum, so it was alive, and dropped it in a dustbin. And then it just showed a cloak, a sort of a blanket over a cage, and the cage was rattling around, and he was like, "This these are my sewer rats I'm going to bring to Samus
1: So... Not I sure. didn't watch a match because I'm As you fuck. Did, no, yeah. no. He gives a fuck really. Much with bad um, news brain at that time wasn't worth
0: watching. So no, no. Uh, so he turned up in the main event at the SummerSlam, helped Hogan who was being attacked by Earthquake, and then uh, Survivor Series 1990, he
1: was on Hogan's team. In Hogan's corner.
0: I well, so, no Survivor Series 1990. He was on Hogan's Survivor Series team, which was Hogan, oh, Boss Man series, yeah. Tugboat and Axel Jim Duggan against Earthquake Dino Bravo Barbarian and Haku the I don't King's think he's yeah well um, and then there was a big feud which led to the end of 1990 when he began feuding with Bobby Heenan Bobby Heenan would be on primetime wrestling making jokes about Bossman's mum like fat she was that kind of thing and which led to a feud then between Strange him
1: enough, that had echoes of somebody's father later <laughs>
0: on. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, Possibly yeah. the worst angle in <sighs> professional wrestling ever. Yeah. So we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, Warrior Rumble, he beat The Barbarian.
0: Um, and then he wrestled Mr Perfect at WrestleMania 7, beaten by disqualification. Um that was quite notable because Andre the Giant, that was one of his later, last appearances at WrestleMania and he came back to help Bossman. He getting beaten down by some of he and his people. Um, then that summer, he embarks on one of my favourite feuds as a kid with uh, a, uh, a fellow law enforcement officer from uh, from Canada. <laughs> Who used to uh, sing his own theme music and uh, carry At a paraphrase.
1: So <laughs> At the and I'm and strong. At the
0: I remember he, had, he but there was the uh, there was a legal dispute, was not there, with that the actual mountains. Like,
1: with the mountains.
0: And he had to course. he sung it but he said I'm not the mountain that, that, that,
1: that was their big <laughs> That was their big concession to the the thing in him <laughs> saying I'm not the mountain um, Yeah, so they had a big feud over the summer.
0: Which culminated in the Jailhouse match where the loser <laughs> the match, had to spend the night in jail. He had
1: a starring role in SummerSlam that year, the Mountie, Jack Rizzo. Yeah. Um, all the way through the little bits, all the way through yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah. It was brilliant. It and that's the first so ever good.
0: Jailhouse match, apparently. And the last? <laughs> and Surprisingly enough, yeah. There hasn't been another one, no. Um, so following his feud with the Mountie, then, again, going down a sort of line of... He's... At that point, he featured with a fellow law enforcement officer, but then a character from his past appeared, making uh, <laughs> I'm trying to trying to lower my tone of voice now to give it a sense of gravitas. Yeah, yeah. A character who was uh, there was a, a series of videos with a menacing voice threatening the boss man, boss man. You, you, you <laughs> I kept the impressions but the boss man had committed all these atrocities against his convict who was apparently was due to be getting out soon I'm not sure how the guy was still in prison also being able, able to make videos <laughs> yeah, able to make videos and send them off to WWF television to be but yeah it was, it was a guy who was a, a former inmate at one of the boss man's old prison uh, prison wards who uh, was mistreated by the boss man and held a deep-seated grudge and who was coming to get boss man at some point. And these videos, in in my mind, they went on for fucking months and months and months and months and months and months. It did. It dragged on a bit. It seemed it. to go was, on for um, a long time.
1: It was the, the former AWA wrestler, Kevin Kelly. Well, yeah. Um, who... And it, it culminated
0: on a, just a random episode of like Superstars of Wrestling, where the boss man of the match, and then suddenly, this guy in a in an orange jumpsuit, who'd literally just either escaped from prison or got out of prison. Yeah, this this guy Steve was describing, called uh, called Nails. Who, um, he jumped in a ring, beat the boss man down, and then.
1: Basically, it, it went a long time, but there was only really one match on pay-per-view, which was the Summer Ser- SummerSlam yeah. uh, no, Survivor Series 92, a nightstick on a pole which match. Which was the
0: first nightstick on a pole, pole match. And strangely enough, the last <laughs> nightstick
1: on a pole match, um, which was over in about four minutes, and yeah. the boss man won it. Um, Kevin Kelly, um, shortly after... Um, he went mentally. Physically mate. assaulted.
0: <laughs> he tried McMahon, to attack
1: Vince McMahon, yeah. Um and testified against him in court yeah. um and made himself look like a fucking Well as an ex dick. as an
0: ex convict, his test test uh, his testimony is gonna be, you know,
1: dubious, isn't it? You Strangely think- enough, um Kevin Kelly's um website at the moment is Nails902714 dot com.
0: Okay. Was that the number on his Jumpsuits. Yes. Apparently, yeah, had a notoriously high voice as well in real life. Yeah. The one uh, of <laughs> those gravelly promos where I put some sort of some. Like sort of
1: like thing. Ole Anderson doing the shopmaster's
0: <laughs> promos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably some and sort the of black voice Scorpions. change. Yeah. the black scorpion or, oh. oh, the black scorpion. Uh, so yeah, after he won that um, legendary nightstick on a pole match, then he kind of became a bit of a as these guys tended to do he took his turn to become a bit of a jobber and put over
1: bigger it guys his, and seeing but he Yoko obviously Suna. didn't wasn't happy with that side of things so after that sort of period of putting other people over he, he went to WCW but
0: again I find it amazing looking back in my mind he was a, a major character in WWF yeah, uh, yeah. never won a title no single or a tag team until obviously later on uh, so yeah uh, he moved back to All Japan for a while. His last pay per view in the WWF was at the Royal Rumble where he lost to Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, had a few months then in All Japan before returning to WCW in 1993. Post that, kind of when Hogan came in, Hogan was very much bringing in big old beasts who he would faced in WWF in the past, like uh, Boss Man and. Uh, Earthquake, and even Zeus turned up for a bit, didn't he? I think, at WCW. And he was bringing all, the, all basically all the guys who had had these big monster feuds with before. And his name, when he returned to WCW, was The Boss. And his first feud was with Rick Rude. Um, had a match with him at Starrcade 95. Shortly after that, he had to change his gimmick. 'Cause the WWF was like yeah, very
1: habits. similar to the big boss man. So they he went and became <laughs> yeah. the, Guardian the Guardian Angel. The Guardian Angel. Yeah. And At he the dressed New York Guardian yeah. Angels. Yeah. Cap type character. If
0: that wasn't a guaranteed money making gimmick, you know. I don't know what it was.
1: Yeah, he had to I think he had to shorten that to the Angel after the Guardian Angel <laughs> actually well, I think they were on,
0: on. board with it so, uh, to begin with, but um, but yeah. So Google, uh, Google the Guardian. I not can't be asked to but they dress in a certain way as well.
1: Guardian Angels. White T-shirts, red beret. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that debacle, uh, yeah, um, he finally became back to the start again, full yeah, circle. He, he became Big Bubba Rogers again.
0: Yeah, yeah, he had a big win versus uh, Sting at uncensored 95 um, and then not long after that he joined one of my favourite factions of all time the dungeon of doom
1: yeah <laughs> oh lord jesus
0: we have Christ such Christ. legendary members as shark.
1: shark uh kevin sullivan kevin sullivan, kamala kamala um, for a time they were oh, the yeti
0: the yeti the yeti <laughs> it's the yeti uh, about, no, Brownian. not... Um, who was... Uh, Jordan Haystacks was... Yeah, it was Loch Ness.
1: Loch Ness Mon- Monster. Loch Ness. They were run for a time. Kevin Sullivan bought King Curtis. Yeah, Arcaea. in his
0: ice uh, palace. Yeah. Yeah. And they uh, feuded against Hogan for about five
1: years. Such <laughs> a load of they shit. They shaved Hogan's moustache off, didn't they?
0: And Hogan returned about the week after, all dressed in... He had like... He, he, obviously Hogan loses his moustache changes his outlook on life so he was dressed in a black bandana and black gear which was a bit of a you know a indication of what would come a bit later on but this was Hogan's like he was battling against these forces of evil so he had to become evil himself for about a week and then he went back to yeah, 30, yeah, you know? the yeah this is this is like half of an episode but yeah, so they. Yeah, um, so once he joined the Dungeon of Doom, I think not long after that, then um, John Tenter, Shark, left the Dungeon of Doom, and then changed his name to John Tenter. He says, "I'm I'm a man, not a shark."
1: Which uh, which which, which was believable. Yeah. Accurate, definitely, yeah. definitely. I think they had a hair believable. match. I think. Yeah. That's like you having <laughs> <Yeah>. a hair <head laughs> match with someone, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, and he also feud with Glacier as well. We're <laughs> going into golden, Oof. golden WCW times. Glacier he was uh... he recently turned up in
1: Impact Wrestling.
0: Hey, he was on, He was in one of the um, AEW uh, the Battle Royal. The, yes, on one of the, the before they started one of their the fucking beans.
1: worst match. Oh, ever it was in good. That was so fucking miserable. It was wrestling. brilliant. It was in the Battle Royal. It was a fucking load of shit. That's right. not. That's not. Come on. With with uh, fucking somebody with no legs. Um, it was. It was a bit of fun. A bit of fun. It you can enjoy. You can enjoy professional wrestling. Professional wrestling is not fun. You can enjoy wrestling. You've got to take fucking. Well, you're right. Care, no, it then, should be. It should it, be enjoyable. It's uh, enjoyable, yes, but not a. Fucking comedy show. It should, it should be at least. It can be. It can be fun, it. but still be
0: semi-believable. Well, who won you that f- match in the end? A cunt, obviously. No, 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 no. It was. It, it finished off at the last two people were MJF and Hang yes, Man Page.
1: Hangman Page. Yes, Hangman Page. I will I take it back. Yeah. Both believable wrestlers, but it was full up with cunts before it. You had a fucking no-legged wrestler. You had a fucking idiot who. Fucking comes to the ring with his hands. Oh in his come throat. on, Let's not. No, come on. No, 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 us not. We haven't got time. All petite wrestling is. We haven't got apart time. Apart from the f- about six wrestlers at the top, and I'm not including the middle aged fucks in that fucking sentence. Is is just indie. It's a shit shame. Out it's a shame. Wrestling. Sorry, it's a shame I that you fucking hate. It's a shame a you can't appreciate all yet. petite it's wrestling. A shame you can't appreciate it's fucking it. rubbish. The views of.
0: Steve These are my views. These are Steve Cream's views. Yeah. My
1: views only. And I yeah. do not like that well, that's shit. Fine. that's fine. That's fine. Fucking cunts. Yeah.
0: Well, we're,
1: anyway, where, where were we? Back um, to our regu- regular yeah. scheduled programming. About,
0: <laughs> yeah, we're just talking about Glacier. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so what well, Glacier was a... Uh, again, there was a very... Eight months worth of promos <laughs> hyping Glacier's arrival.
1: And he It's he, uh, a fiend can I only think. wrestle in blue light. Like for for whatever fucking ludicrous reason, the fiend can only wrestle in red light. Yeah, wow, well, you know. Who knew? Well, who else did that for a while? Sankara used to wrestle in blue light, didn't he? Yeah, same as Glacier. Um, fucking Kane, most of his matches, early matches, early were days, in yeah. red light as yeah. well.
0: And it's always got over... N- n- that's never been <laughs> opposite, oh, shut up. Yeah,
1: yeah. After they, uh, they got over... Kane got over because he could actually fucking work.
0: I don't see any need for the Fiends matches to be in.
1: It annoyed me. But for, for both those matches, the, the one at uh, Survivor Series, which is garbage...
0: We haven't had that yet, have we?
1: The, no. By <laughs> the
0: time you listen to this, there would the matches that no, Extreme
1: Rules. <laughs> that was fucking... Hell in a Cell. Hell and in a Cell. Hell in a Cell, that's the one. Rubbish. And This is going to come out
0: after Survivor Series, so that match may well have been rubbish. So yeah, well, we can, I'm not
1: holding out. They they no. can manage to fuck up anything. And on the, the fact that CM Punk friends. come down in and ruin the match was, you know... Terrible. But now he's on Smackdown. You never know. He that's might what be forced that was, to... That's what, I was, that's what I was getting at. He might be forced to go into blue light now. Maybe. Who knows branding and all that sort of jive. Right,
0: come on. Anyway, um, crack on. So, yeah, that was Glacier. Sort of out. Um, <laughs> so, he he joined the NWR. <laughs> Once they got past that kind of initial hey, period of the funny, good people... Indeed.
1: Everyone they, got their terms. They term. jumped the John Tenter by then, though, hadn't
0: He they? never joined there, did he? I don't know.
1: He never joined
0: the NWA. I don't know. The NWA? He never joined the
1: NWA? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he did. But they reformed oh, John out. Tenter. And, uh, he jumped the John Tenter.
0: Yeah. Uh, he wasn't in there for long, was kicked out, and then had a bit of a feud with the NWA and Bischoff.
1: Um, I'd lost interest by this point team with the
0: Steiners for a bit until Scott Steiner joined the NWO and the fucking you know, everybody, everybody else joined the NWO, fucking NWO. And, and his then last then he... match on Nitro was against
1: Goldberg and he lost obviously because Goldberg because he winning was on his everything. way out, and then sensibly he went back to the WWF and he did and he was
0: looking back now on his last run in the WWF was fucking quality <laughs> So he turned up one night as... I think it was after... After WrestleMania where Austin had won the title and this big masked man turned up as Vince's like security enforcer. Ended up attacking Austin with a nightstick and then took his mask off and it was... It was... The boss man. Now wearing...
1: Black Kevlar. Rather
0: than dressed as a fucking...
1: A little bit more of a believable gimmick. A bit gimmick. more of a believable gimmick.
0: Yeah. As a pretty... And he wasn't... He was booked as a pretty nasty character from their there almost uh, he lost really. a lot of weight yeah um, yeah, yeah. looked good yeah he won it. the uh, he was part of Vince's uh by what was it called the it was uh, it was Vince's corporate
1: the, cor- the corporate corporate team yeah corporate
0: yeah. team won the tag titles with Shamrock
1: and they feuded against the union for five minutes
0: oh yeah well yeah he won the uh, he won the hardcore title yeah four times um he had a big match at WrestleMania against the Undertaker when the Undertaker at this point had recently kidnapped. Uh, well, this where the Undertaker had gone for his period of the sacrificing satanic. people on yeah. stage during Raw, slitting uh Dennis Knight's stomach open <laughs> on Raw, turning uh, him into media. And people think that some of the you know the Rusev, Lana Lashley uh, storyline is unbelievable. Back in the 90s, people were being actually sacrificed and hung as well on a regular basis, which is what
1: happened at Big boss man WrestleMania. was hung by the, basically the, hung by the armpits. Yeah, we had it, it's like a harness. It looked, dead. to be fair,
0: as, a, as a, I was 20 at the time. It looked to me like he was being hung. Now, looking back, it's unlikely they would have murdered somebody. <laughs>
1: so no, many. Yeah. yeah, We were the say that all these people that they murdered um, yeah. came back. The boss man came back. Yeah. Strange enough, after being encased in concrete, Paul Bearer yeah. came back, strange oh, enough. Oh, no, and
0: never did it, did he? Was
1: he? Strange enough, no. When he when he went, he went. That's this week's bad taste. Uh, See, and, and strange enough, it's Andy doing it <laughs> rather than me. Uh, Mind you, I've had a... a EW rant so yeah so there we are we I mean, won all yeah, so yeah. and then probably looking back on the episode mine was the worst
0: oh really yeah, George went off for about five minutes so yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah he went on then to feud with various people for the hardcore title including Al
1: Snow <clears throat> over uh, his dog his Pepper, dog called Pepper which he fed to him well another ludicrous he did obviously so he, didn't
0: he but... invited Al he held he basically kidnapped Al Snow's dog and then Said Al Snow, if he wanted his dog back, had to come round to the boss man's house for dinner, which which is cool. Which All completely false. Well, again, as we say, the unrealistic angles these days. Um, and then he gave Al Snow a nice meal, and then proceeded to tell Al Snow that he'd just eaten his dog. So I'm not sure these days how that would go on. It wouldn't fly. probably probably not. But if you um, if you
1: put fucking. No. Orange, Cassidy, and don't, come on, in that fuck's thing, saying, don't. you could get away with it on fucking All Petite Wrestling, no problem, because don't. it's fucking funny and entertainment, and you don't and have, have to actually be able to wrestle or do anything believable.
0: Right, so yeah, so we, um, the, the the big blow-off to this feud was the... Uh, the, the Hell
1: in a Cell the, and the Hell in a Cell The, the Cattle
0: from Hell match. Yeah, yeah. So they were in a, in a cell, in a head of a cell, and on the outside of the cell was another cell, which had vicious attack dogs, which looked like they'd been sedated and vaguely interested in... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> With they were no They were just looking... No.
1: They They were like... There was an episode of Speedy Gonzales, a cartoon, where he went to visit his cousin yeah. in the country who was called Slowpoke Rodriguez. Right. And he looked as though he was completely fucking stoned and talked like he was... Com- he talked like Tommy Chong. Yeah. In uh, Cheech and Chong. Like Cassidy. Um, And those dogs were as stoned yeah. as Slowpoke Rodriguez was on the Speedy Gonzalez cartoon. Mm. Once again for the
0: boss man, that was the first ever uh, Kenneth from Hell at, strange match. enough. The yeah. last Kennel from yeah. Hell match as well. So, from there, what do you think? Well, what? I mean, for a few which was that tasteless, you'd say, in certain circumstances? No, the man where could would you, sink no where would you, further Where would you go from He there? could
1: go no longer, well, you now, might think. Now, but, now, oh now. no! So, it
0: was an odd time because. You were wrong! At, at that point, the Big Show was. I don't know who he beat for the title of the Big Show, but the Big Show was, was world champion. Obviously he was a big he's, show. he's a big guy. He's a big show, yeah. <laughs> he was a show. Uh, and he again he was quite young and had hair and a ponytail and looked quite strange. But again, who would they who would be his kind of believable feud after he won the title, his first feud, who obviously he would need to to win that feud and to beat that person. Who would they pick to do that? So they picked the boss man. Um, and at the, the big time. Base bit. They were kind of pushing a storyline where the the Big Show's dad was unwell, and then unfortunately um, he died. <laughs> it was all. I think it was all generally made up.
1: But, yeah, the um, Big Boss Man, uh, the Big Show, dad was already dead. Yeah, he was under a Giant, wasn't he? Anyway, yes, correct. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, all yeah, right yeah. Storyline as we, it was pushed, it was actually Andre the Giant.
0: Yeah, so, there it was on Raw and they, um, they, um, Get
1: off your phone, mate.
0: <laughs> no, I just so basically, it was on Raw and it was announced on Raw that the, uh, they announced over the, but on the cameras the announce team said that it was great sadness that the big boss man's uh, the big boss man <laughs> it's great sadness that the big show's dad has, has passed away. So Lillian Garcia was in the in the ring and she said she announced the fact to the live crowd and they um, they had a ten bell salute for the big boss for <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: fuck it that just for the big show's dad. That
0: Which, again, just it's all
1: completely Totally floor. wiped out any 10-bell salute they had for a dead wrestler after yeah. that. Just.
0: Yeah. just um, uh, so it got to about be eight sorry. bells, and then the boss man's music came on, and he came down to the ring and said, I can't believe that you're having a tribute to the big show's dad without me being present. Um, and then he, um, he proceeded to, uh, to express his... Uh, grief that the, the Big Show's dad had died and being a tender, sensitive soul the, the boss man had prepared a uh, a poem in tribute to the Big Show's dad which, uh, which he felt like he needed to read at this point and um, I'm going to read the poem to you now I'm just waiting for Steve to come back from the toilet he's had a wee so... <coughs> We'll just wait for that and Steve bangs on about all elite wrestling you guys out there you've got your own opinions I think it's fucking brilliant to be honest interesting wrestlers you've never seen before interesting matches you've never seen before Jericho's amazing the Young Bucks are amazing uh the Lucha Brothers are amazing I love Orange Cassidy um so, again, me and Steve, we've got our different opinions. The,
1: ex- the views expressed by Andrew in this segment are not necessarily right. the views of Bang Bang Podcast. I want to read the boss man's poem. You've to sit Do down. that, then. Right, and OK. I bet the Bob Bossman poem doesn't fucking say that bloody Orange Cassidy is fucking right. any good. So though. this is the
0: poem from the boss man. With the deepest regrets and tears that are soaked, I am sorry to hear that your dad finally croaked. He lived the full life on his own terms, but sooner'd be buried than eaten by worms. But if I had a son if, if I could have a son as stupid as you, I'd have wished for cancer so I could die too. <laughs> so be brave and be strong, get your life back on track, because your old bastard's dead and he's not coming back. <laughs> Oh
1: yeah. I'm gonna See? put <laughs> Again. This Did comedy... you could you do something that good, <laughs> Orange Cassidy? I'm pretty sure Did could that... you do something that abusive and horrible middle aged bucks. That wouldn't um that wouldn't I don't think that'd pass on, on television today, do you? No, no, no.
0: So this led to another um not long after this, there was a... Uh, a camera crew for some reason at the big at the big show's dad's funeral um quite a solemn affair oh um, i was awake yeah it was it, it was yeah yeah that's more than my fair um, share of ham Sanders. as as the, the 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 priest started delivering the kind of eulogy uh, the big boss man pulled up in a in a truck with a speakerphone on the front on the, on the top of the truck kind of shouting abuse at the the Big Show, the Big Show tried to, for some reason, tried to jump on the car bonnet, bounce off the car bonnet and let on the floor. All the mourners went to attend the Big Show. <laughs> the Big boss Man got a a, like a tow bar out, right? got <laughs> a, a hook in the hook, the, the, hook, the uh, Big Show's dad's coffin up to the back of his car and then drove off around the uh, round the cemetery.
1: And strangely nobody was arrested
0: <laughs> well I mean he's a policeman so you know, you know? Uh, and the big show eventually dies on top of the coffin and and stopped the coffin so I'm not sure what the bossman was planning to do with uh, the big show's dad but no um, and yet. then again as if that wasn't offensive enough a few weeks later the um, the big show the, the boss man turned up at uh, big show's grieving mum's house with evidence apparently that she was hiding a secret from uh, from the big show and it turned out that um there was like a, a secret camera filming this and the boss man said you need to you need to tell the truth you need to come clean like for for your son's benefit and it's, it's not fair to keep this secret for him and she said yeah 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 i, I know like it was a long time ago and it was before I met, you know, his dad and stuff. And, and he said, what, you're saying that he's a, he's a bastard? And she's like, yes, yes. And he said, bossman says, could you just, you know, turn to the window and just say that? And she, she said, yes, yeah, big show, Paul, you are a bastard. And he was like, well, you just told everybody. She was like, I need, as long as we can keep this between the two of us, I'll tell you. But he, he can never find out. But obviously the bossman was filming this and it was being relayed back to the, back to the arena
1: strange
0: that yeah it's funny that isn't it funny how that happens um, unsurprisingly he lost to the big show in the, in the world title match uh, and never got, his, never got his world title reign oh. I'm not sure about the big show's mum if she ever recovered from, um, from the trauma all the big show's hair all fell out so that was it's obviously a big trauma was, for him I think yeah, yeah and that was kind of unsurprisingly that was the boss man's last sort of major feud it was. Um, yeah. He, uh, I no recollections at all. At WrestleMania two thousand, he teamed with Bob Buchanan, and they beat uh, D'Lo and the Godfather.
1: Eminently forgettable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I literally no recollections at all. In two thousand and two, he teamed for a short period with Mr Perfect. Mr Perfect came back. Yes. For a very brief period, and they had a little few of the highlights. Yeah, he came
1: back at the Royal Rumble that yeah. year, and and was one of the final four yeah. people. Yeah, He got a hell of a he got a hell of a um, pop for coming back at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, did really well, lasted to the last four,
0: and then yeah, then formed the team, short lived team with um, with the Bossman. Um, his last match was in two thousand and two versus Tommy Dreamer. Um, apparently. Kurt Henning died in 2003 and he was mm. like really badly affected. But he kind of, once he walked away from rest and he got himself in quite good shape and was quite fit and healthy. Um,
1: ran, ran a yeah. warehouse um, storage business.
0: Yeah. From that. Well, he sadly passed away from heart failure in uh, 2004. So he was only... In his mid-40s. Yeah. Yes, nineteen sixty three he was born, so yeah. yeah. forty, forty one, forty one. one. Forty one?
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. Forty one, fuck you know. I know. he done he did such a lot at me a, an early age.
0: It's the just me. Yeah, well. He achieved more I've nice. never never i have never um
1: had a wrestling match for a
0: star. I've never hijacked someone's dad's funeral before. Well, I not yet. There's still times. time. I've still got. I'm still. I'm not 42 till July. So You've
1: still got time. To die. I've still got time. I've never been hung from the top of a cage before. You never forced you. You will never be able to force me to eat a chihuahua. No,
0: I've never been attacked
1: by an ex convict. I, I would eat it willingly.
0: Yeah, I've never. Uh, Return someone's belt,
1: which is in a bag containing a snake. Before we, none of the belts, I my no. my the belts that I have in the house, yeah. I've got three or four. Um, I don't tend to keep them in a bag full of snakes. No, enough. no. Um, I just keep them in in the bedroom in a drawer. Yeah. Call um, me call me old fashioned, and I've never dropped a ball and chain on someone's stomach. That but is still disputed. We've got no evidence of this. I'm pretty this sure it happened. This might be sure something that, that you actually just have, have made up.
0: I might have dreamt it. Yeah.
1: You, it, it, this is up for discussion. At Bang Bang Podcast, tweet us if you think that And is talking shit or yeah, not. it's
0: possible. And he died on September the 22nd. Do you know who else died on September the 22nd?
1: Some other people.
0: Yokozuna. Ah, right. But a few years later. So, yeah. And he died. Did he not get frightened by a mouse? Than a heart attack. He <laughs> <I mean, laughs> I mean, died
1: of a heart attack.
0: <laughs> was it in this country?
1: In in a Premier not Inn. was in Blackburn. It Blackburn. <laughs> <And> in <the laughs> Premier, not in Blackburn, but in no. a Premier Inn in somewhere daft like Worcester. Yeah. Or somewhere like that. Um, another sad sort of Well, thing. it's what he would have wanted. What, to die in a Premier
0: <laughs> Inn? <laughs> I think so, yeah.
1: With Lenny Henry standing over him <laughs> saying, right? the beds are extremely
0: comfortable. Does anyone know where Lenny Henry was that night?
1: Yeah, that's a fucking good point, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: Sir Lenny Henry uh, now, which of course makes him a above murder, the law,
1: right. it, but it makes him a murderer as well. I, I can't feel, remember any. I can't think of any. Feel,
0: I can't think of any sirs that have committed many
1: not <laughs> since sexual offences. Not, not, no, uh, not since the not since the medieval times when yeah. lords and sirs actually did most of the murder. Although Jimmy Savile was a sir, was he? And he also wrestled I, a bit, didn't he? He did, but I, I wasn't aware of him being a fucking sir. I know he was an OBE.
0: He was Sir Jimmy Savile. Sir Jimmy Savile. That but that's how he. Me. That's why they reckon he managed to get away with so much because he was a sir. You do what you fucking want, can't you?
1: But that was always back in the time. If, it, if anybody who wants to watch the Louis through meets Jimmy Savile thing, yeah. with the benefit of hindsight, you can see how blatant he was about a lot of it
0: the first gift I just
1: you're... horrible creepy bastard and Jimmy yeah. Savile's even worse <laughs> the first gift I bought my wife
0: was a general fix-it badge and that was literally probably weeks before he was weeks before he died and was then subsequently outed as a horrendous sex offender and general
1: and, and, and you're still married I'm still married yeah
0: I don't know where the um, where the Jim will fix it badges.
1: I I no. I very, Your misses.
0: Yeah. Again, I, again, I mentioned this to somebody the other day on Twitter that we are both we're two people. Like this is, again. We're I like two the, people.
1: I like. We're, the, people. we're not. We're not sort of joined at the hip no. Like some sort of weird. No, <laughs> <society's laughs> Yeah, twin. it's not like Fight Club. <laughs> It's, it's the same person just making two different voices. But your other half comes across as such a sensible and is, nice yeah. person. Yeah. Why she put up with you in any way, shape, or form? But yeah. Whatever well, is that? So there, um, she deserves some sort of. So obviously not a will fix-it badge, but some sort no. of actual non um yeah. badge.
0: But again, I'd like I'd, again. I, I think we're quite a unique podcast in many ways. But one of the main ways is we're two males talking about wrestling who actually have got real
1: life partners. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> indeed. Yeah. yeah. So My 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 other half doesn't she just why do you like this
0: stuff? Yeah, but she does follow us on Twitter, doesn't she?
1: She, she does because she's loyal and she's... Is that you well, or is that is her? No, is no, no That's well, not an account you made with name. I don't, I don't even follow us. You don't know, you don't know. No, <laughs> no I don't. So... I've got, got better things to do in my time yeah, so, than to follow us.
0: But if, you, if you'd like to follow us, I mean, I mean I'd mean, i imagine if you listen to this, you probably do follow us already.
1: Yeah, yeah. Again, and we're cause... always up for attracting new members. Yeah, you know, get... yeah, You're probably coming to the end of this and just think if you haven't just logged out twenty yeah. minutes ago. Yeah. You're just thinking, what the fucking hell are they on the about?
0: Yeah, and if you if you're a fan of amusing wrestling gifts and um, some just general lightweight opinions on on wrestling, then you should follow us because yeah, that's what and, we what and we you provide. can gift
1: you can gift the pleasure that is bang bang podcast Gift. because we are a hundred percent free we are free yeah at the
0: moment you know but that might that might change no, it won't change, won't change the, moment, at
1: the moment the moment that although changes. this does
0: actually cost me money to get, <laughs> to yeah, get. Yeah, it it costs you money. so it i'm, making a, type, I'm, I'm making a loss i'm making a loss possibly worse yeah yeah but so that that is the big boss man I, I fucking loved him.
1: I have uh, got again, to say, I find that a a ast- bloke. Is he in? The, he's in the Hall of
0: Fame, isn't he? Is he yes, he, is yeah, in he should be in the
1: Hall of Fame, and and quite rightly so.
0: Yeah, Nels is he in the Hall of Fame.
1: No, and quite no. rightly so. No. Um, but uh, the the character was larger than life back in the time. Yeah. When he came back, I thought we had a good run he right did, at yeah. the end. Yeah. I still can't believe he was forty-one when he died. More believable character, but he oh. was he was only very young. But he got what you have to remember with the boss man is that within the first year of him actually starting training this is hard to believe but before the end of his first year as a professional wrestler he was already in a main event feud with dusty Rhodes. he was a phenomenal wrestler from the point that he could pick up stuff he and and have a good believable match he was big um but was incredibly agile yeah he had a good if back in the day a good if straightforward shouty heel it was 80s promo 80s but he was articulate within that yeah um I I just like the Big Boss Man character. Yeah. From that side of things, I going back and looking at it, he was good as the Big Boba Roger character uh, uh, in Mid South UWF and NWA. Not so
0: much guiding angel.
1: Yeah, that was that was they were trying to figure out what to do with him. It was I always got the feeling that when he left for WCW, they signed him because they could. Yeah, whatever it was at the time, had, it was when Hogan had was just bringing, in, bringing in people he
0: worked with before.
1: You know? But um, I, I love the big boss, man. Yeah. A great wrestler. Great character. Um, and I love you, mate. Yeah, I, I can't say the same.
0: <laughs> right, that's enough, isn't it? Fuck's sake. Yeah, safe. yeah, yeah. I've um, now been awake for... Uh, well, the same as amount of
1: time as me, I might say, and I can I can still talk coherently.
0: I I can talk coherently.
1: Well, I can't now. So you you can't now. No. Anyway, uh, this
0: episode w- was sponsored by amo in the amo <laughs> in the sniffers. amo in the sniffers. And Thank you uh, very much, Australian
1: snotty punk rock. Spicy knickknacks and um, Lefe Brewing beer uh, yeah. and Stella. And beefsteak Malbec wine, yeah, and cream as well. Well, maybe for you, not for me. Well, it's good. I'm, I'm, it, I might, I actually, I might need some because I'm breaking in a pair of Doctor oh, yeah. Martins. I'm in my fifties and I'm still breaking in a mm. pair of Doctor fucking Martins. For You're fuck breaking
0: sake. in a, a, a false teeth as well, are we? I've got um, a, a good tip for anybody who shaves their head. <laughs> <laughs> the bald man <laughs> tips, are <and they're... laughs> But no, pseudocrem is good if you if you do if you shave your head with a razor. Pseudocrem is good for uh, preventing stubble rash. I still have hair, so I couldn't
1: give a fuck what you said. Yep.
0: Now, if anyone could see his hair, you may want to kind of... Um... It's hair, mate. It what is, hair. It it is hair. hair.
1: I can comb it. I can do things yeah. with it. You don't have any of that shit. So please keep your right. opinions on your gob shut. On that
0: sad note, I think we should, we should um, probably... From
1: a man with hair and a bald man with absolutely fuck all... And we'll be back next the, week. And and ahead, the size of the Death Star. <laughs> this has been Bang Bang Podcast. So, on behalf of Andy, I am Steve. We will us, be back next us. week. Bang Bang Podcast. If there might be a
0: Facebook,
1: <laughs> might be a Facebook page. On, what a rude, bull, cunt! Just sorry, I can get in. through a spill. Anyway, I from myself, quite that fuck pig. Um, follow us at, at Bang Bag Podcast on Twitter. Um, tweet and call him a cunt, and yeah. me, uh, the saviour of modern humanity. Yeah. Anyway, um, enjoy yourself, sir. Yeah, and you. Uh, yeah. Bye bye. Take care.